Hello and welcome everyone to this episode of the Upping Your Game podcast. I'm your host, George Hunt. What we have coming to you today is part one of a two-part episode where I got to sit down with some folks to reflect on this year's LCI Congress held in Phoenix, Arizona. So for those who aren't familiar with this conference, the Link Instruction Institute holds a week-long annual conference that's full of presentations from speakers and teams across the industry. It's got workshops, there's live labs, there's a whole number of opportunities to network with others who are in the same place, solving the same problems that you might be going through um, and getting that cross-pollination of learning going. There's the exhibit hall that is full of vendors and softwares that are out there so you can see the newest and best tools that are at your disposal. That's where TouchPlaying got involved and gets involved every year. It's great to go and connect with our customers that we have currently as well as talk to others who could potentially be customers in the future and just show them what we have and where we can help them. But if you've never been before, it's a great opportunity to go and learn something new. Every year there's a theme behind the whole conference and what the presentations are on. This year's theme was Learn by Doing from Those Who Do. So it was a great time. Um, again, if you've never been, I highly recommend going. It's an awesome environment. And really the whole community is about learning and sharing. So you're bound to get something out of it and be able to bring it back to your own companies. So in both parts of this episode, you'll get to hear some of the conversation that I've had where we reflect on what happened during the week, as well as give some advice to people who may be new to the conference scene so that they can hopefully prepare themselves better when they're going to their first conference and come away with something actionable at the end. So in part one, we're going to hear from three different people who I was able to sit down with. First up is Felipe Engineer Manriquez from McCarthy Builders. Secondly, we have Adam Hoots from Construction Ake Solutions. And last but not least in the first part, we have Brian Winningham from Field Driven Lean. Each one of them has a unique background that they'll explain on their own, so I won't go into too much detail here. But what I can say is that after speaking with all three of them, is that these guys have so much insight and knowledge and a passion for sharing that I'm going to need to bring them back in the future to have some longer discussions on some future episodes. So stay tuned for that. But for now, I hope you'll find these discussions as fun and insightful as I did. And I hope you guys enjoy. I'm joined here by a guest, Felipe Engineer Manriquez, Carthy Building, and also host of the EBFC show. Um, so, Felipe, do you want to give a quick intro and just tell the folks who are listening who might not know you? I don't know who doesn't know you at this point, but just in case they don't know you, uh, kind of who you are, what you do. Absolutely. So, like George said so well, my name is Felipe Engineer Manriquez. It's a hyphenated last name. It's a long story, but it has something to do with my father. Like so many of you and your last names, I work in the construction industry for over two decades. Still am. Loving to work. I work there on purpose. I work in construction on purpose. I work for, right? You too, George. You've been exactly. in it for a while. Yeah, exactly. McCarthy Building Companies is a general contractor. And there I'm responsible for the lean program at our organization, strategy and tactics. So we have a beautiful program focused on experimentation. That is what we have. And we've grown it with volunteers from across the country. And then on, on the side, on the other side, of the day, the nighttime side, George, if you will, because I use Scrum in so many things that I do, I'm able to also be the host of the EBSC show, the easier, better for construction podcast. And the sh every show starts like this, George, just so you know. 
This is how you know you're in the show. Welcome to the EBFC show. Well, you're not on the show today. This is not the show time. So, ah, so this is your show. I love show. the horns, though. I love the horns. I got to get that. Yeah, get those horns, man. Those are the, the rap air horns. I think every every podcaster should have the rap air horn and just for in case any dad jokes make an appearance, the rim shot. There we go. Yeah, I got to get myself a soundboard. I think I'm going to put that on the list to get it from IT, maybe. Put it on the but, list, man. You will get one. And then so with the construction podcast, the easier better for construction podcast, George, as you know, because you've listened to at least one episode, it's all about the business of construction. I bring guests in from around the construction industry, all up and down the supply chain, working to make construction better today than it was yesterday. That is the filter for the show. So if you're listening to George right now and you're thinking, how can I get on a show like that? If you pass that one single question, you could be a guest on the show. Yeah. That's right. No, it is. I, I've listened to more than one. Listen, I mean. Um, I said at it, least one. At least yeah, one. At least one. At least one. No, it, it, it is a great show. I love it. I love the topics. You have such a range of people who are on it. Um, touching on a lot of important topics, I think, too, which is good, which is good. Um, but, yeah, no, the, just the podcast in general right now, I'm finding it hard to catch up because normally I listen to them in the car on the way to work. But where, especially in the position I'm in now, I'm working from home, so there's not a lot of time in the car. So yeah. <laughs> i got to find a time to catch up on all the podcasts. Yeah, it looks like your commute's all of three minutes long, so maybe I'll have to tune you into my YouTube Shorts channel. So, <laughs> yeah, there we so, go. That might be it. That's exactly like You could get thing. one video in by the time you get to the, the studio or the office. Yeah, right. Right, I do. I gotta get it down. A lot of times, though, people will look outside here, and those probably aren't seeing my camera, but you might be able to see it. The white in the background there—that's the neighbor's fence. Everyone always thinks I'm working in Alaska because it always looks like yeah. it's snow outside there. It, it does not. have a nice little, like, you know, low, like it has a smiley face looking appearance through the camera. Yeah, no, it so, does. It, it does. Looks like a snowbank for sure. But no, for sure, it's the uh, it's the neighbor's fence. It's not. It's raining here, and it's getting colder, but it's not snow yet. So Not yeah, it's coming. And it's coming. Which by the way, so over the weekend is I went after the conference, I went up to Sedona and I failed to remember the elevation change. And so it went from all of eighty something degrees in Phoenix and it dropped to about sixty up in Sedona. And I had the one jacket <laughs> for the entire time that I was like, Okay, well, I wasn't exact exactly expecting it to be quite cold, but it was. So uh fun stuff. So Felipe, I know is not your first rodeo with LCI, but I think, you know, with this one being the first one back in person after last year's being digital, what's your overall impressions you had of Congress this year? It was a hug fest. I never saw so many people embrace at a conference in my life. This is my second in-person conference this year, 2021. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're listening to this on the replay much, much later, COVID-19 is still strong in 2021. And so yeah. this was, uh, it was a, a huge surprise. I've been part of the Link Instructions to Congress planning team since 2017. My first Congress ever, George, was 2016 in Chicago. Okay. That was my, that was my actual first Congress. I know it seems like I would have been born at one of these things, but I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> and uh, so we were, we were on a trajectory headed towards like 2,000 attendees, Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, we had over 1,600 people in beautiful Texas. And then uh, we had COVID hit and we went digital and we had, we went back, we cut that number about in half and people said, 
not as good. There's so many things that happen uh, outside of the sessions, like with networking, like hanging out, like you and I got to hang out in the wee hours of the night. That doesn't happen on a digital platform because you're like, all right, I'm going to go to bed, camera's off, I'm going. But in real life, hashtag IRL, George and I, we hung out and uh, had some great conversations at what three three different bars in two so. hours i think it was Something about three bars maybe three bars in two hours i think that was our cycle and that doesn't happen you don't get to have those chance encounters with people even when you're in congress during the day for those of you that don't like to hang out at night you can still bump into people that you otherwise wouldn't meet and i think that's one of the biggest values to the in-person event so i saw a lot of people uh sitting as i was running between sessions george i saw in uh that they had tables and chairs in and many different areas and people were actually hanging out outside of sessions and catching up with people they haven't seen in two years so there was right. just this amazing family feel and it was hard to break people away even at the the last session at the end of the last day it was still pretty full it was still pretty full there's still quite a few people and so I think, you know, overall impressions, like people love to be there. And we were just shy of 1,200 people, which yeah. is an amazing comeback. I think next year is going to be even bigger in New Orleans. And I'll be there, of course, George, because I am the Congress Planning Scrum Master four years in a row. Are you? There you go. Look at that, four years in a row. Maybe make yeah. it, you know, hopefully make it a five. Do you, you get a plaque for that? We should, I should. We should I'll, I'll make my own plaque if, if I have to. It'll be like a, I'll take one of those giant sticky notes and just have it like lacquered up so it gets all stiff and put it on a piece of wood. Exactly, it'd be perfect. Um, but no, New Orleans should be fun, and I agree with you. It's it's it was a different feel. I mean, it was different feel for me because I'm in a different spot than I am now. I'm on the other side of the aisle, if you will, coming from a touch plant side now versus before I was coming, actually still working in the construction industry, but. No, you're still was. working in construction. George, George, you're still working in construction industry. In construction, we actually need, I'm going to say it right now for the record, we need technology. Construction is so complex yeah. now, George, as you know. Uh, you used to work. Can you can you dare say, are you a recovering scheduler, George? Can you say that? I am. I am a recovering scheduler. I'm, I'm a recovering project manager. I mean, I can say that yeah. all day long. So yeah. it's good. now we got, we got that out of the way, but we need so many things. Construction is so complex today, George. We absolutely have to have technology. I can't even talk to you yeah. now without technology. We couldn't have a podcast without technology. And these conversations are going to benefit people. Fingers crossed. This is my intention, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to be benefited. Get some value out of this. So if you're listening, giving us your time, I want you to have something that you can take back and improve how you're working. That's just my selfish want. I selfishly want everyone to have a better time in construction. Yeah, and I mean that's not a terrible selfish want either. No, I mean it's not terrible. I have other selfish wants. Like I want this coffee not to run out because right now it's just perfectly delicious. There you go. It's at the perfect temp. You can sip it. You can drink it. I like it. Perfect I know what you temp. Mean. Yeah. I know. I get it. No, but it, it's. Um, I agree with you. You know what I mean? As I just think it, it's you know for me it was a little bit different. Because normally I'm going to all the sessions and I'm the one hanging out at the touch plan booth and seeing all the vendors. And this time I was having to be a little bit more uh personable the entire time <laughs> talking to people i think it, it's like I, I was joking around that it's like my social meter for the week was it's my social meter is gone and that this week is going to be recovery and then now i'll be uh 
I'll be back to talking to people and actually seeing people in person. It's like you go so long and you haven't seen people in person, then everyone's there and you want to talk to everyone and do everything. It's like, geez, it's a lot going on. I got, um, I got a <clears throat> disclaimer here. When we first started meeting people in person at Congress this week, many times, myself guilty, cannot remember how to shake hands properly. Yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> got to do the fist bump shake. Yeah. Fist yeah. bump shake. I haven't had so many people grab my fist. I grabbed yep. other people's fists. Like it was hilarious. Like just little simple things. And and people, we were health screening every day. And uh, I'm back. It's now we're four days past Congress, and I'm perfectly yep. healthy. So yep. you can you can practice uh, safe measures. Go out, travel, be safe, and come back safe and and be okay. It's possible. It is. It is. I think if everyone just uses a little common sense, keeps themselves nice and hand sanitizer, puts a mask on when needed, you know, I think it's it's safe. We can still do it. I mean, yeah. I think it's worse in some areas than others, but we can still do it. It's good. Yeah, we're um, looking at you, Texas. We're looking at you, yeah. dirty <laughs> south over there. <laughs> and I, I'd I like to say that because I have so many, I got so much family that lives in Texas, so it's just like, I know they're not listening, George, but yeah. I'll tell them when I talk to them. Like, yeah, I called out your whole state. I got one of go. my one of my cousins has a a super uh, Texas friendly TikTok channel where he calls me out for being in California. I constantly remind him, like, you know that I grew up on the south side of Chicago. Like, you calling yeah. me out? I don't represent California. Yeah, I just I live here because I know how beautiful and awesome it is. It is. I like the West Coast. I like, the, although I am, I am a, a, a East Coast Boston person through and through. You I are, think. and I did, it, I did hear your your Boston accent ripped out a couple times. We had to, we had to push your buttons a little bit to get it to shine through. It does. It comes out slightly from time to time, especially if there's a drink or two involved. I, I tend to, my brain tends to forget to actually have the R roll into the word like it's supposed to. Um, but no, it it comes out from time to time. It always does. Everyone always shows the true colors at some point, right? Right. Um, but so I, I think getting into you know your point about meeting everyone up and or meeting up with everyone and having the conversations and everything. I think you know obviously over the years your role at LCI is probably you know at these congresses has changed. When you go into the week, and I'm sure this is a loaded question, what is your intention when you come into the Congress and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do um, you know, for the week? Because I'm sure this, I mean, how many classes or presentations did you have this time that you were actually doing yourself? Yeah, this time was, uh, was uh, I wanted to see what happened. I did experiment this time. So I, I taught the Ready, Set, Go Scrum, the LCI Scrum course that we made yep. uh, that Stephanie Roland, Rosen Electric, Claire Borthman, McCarthy Building Companies, and Kristen Hill helped to make that course a reality. And that's a course geared towards anybody in instruction. So that that was my main focus on the learning days. So it's a four-hour course. And yep. then uh, we championed, like in years past, George, I've had like four presentations in the week. Yep. And I, I just, I'm on the abstract committee. We have to like remove ourselves when your presentation comes across and people are just like, well, it's Felipe. I know it's going to be good. So I was like, I want to do an yeah. experiment and see, like, you yeah. know, I, I wanted to get a chance to go see other presentations, which I did. Yeah. So this year I didn't submit, um, but I was a champion for one of my McCarthy partners, Ken McBroom. So I got to go introduce him on his talk about what we were doing with Link Construction in Southern California, which was amazing because I got to get a microphone 
and introduce him like uh, Ray Clay introducing the Chicago Bulls, you know, the, yep. the winningest Bulls company ever. And I was like, and now come into the state. And so that was fun. That was there a lot go. of fun. And then yeah. I got to go and support a lot of my peers in the industry and just help LCI out in different events. I got to speak at the opening uh, reception for new time Congress attendees with Mike Williams and Dan Hennemeyer, which was awesome. So that, that counts as another uh, presentation. Yeah. And then uh, supporting some of the other Congress planning people that were doing uh, speeches in the big session. So that was that was a nice plus. But my my intention is to just give back. Like we work hard yeah. all year to make stuff happen. And at, at this event, George, my intention is just give back. Anybody that comes up to me and asks me a question, any question, or needs help, any kind of help, I'm just going to stop and just give that's my intention. I want to just give back and help people. I tell LCI, you know, they've helped me tremendously over the years. Like even before I got into the role that I'm in, um, just applying the things that I've learned in lean construction has been transformational in the work that I do as a construction professional. That's allowed me to sustain and stay in construction. Whereas and right now people are talking about the great recession, George, for a lot yeah. of people that don't have these tools and techniques and methods and principles and values, it's not a place that they can stay in. Like the industry is, is not very easy for a lot of folks and it can chew people up and spit people out. And we, we lose people to other yeah. industries and uh, I don't want that to happen. So if you're out there listening and you have a question, you're like, I wonder how to do whatever, fill in the blank, hit me up on social media, thefelipe.link and all my social media stuff's there, connect with me and I'll happily answer questions and help people out. It is the least I can do for all the thousands of people that have helped me. Yeah, that's wonderful. And you are—you probably are one of the most helpful people I've ever met. You are very, very open to stopping and answering questions and talking. It's uh, it's always been great having conversations with you, in person or virtual, because I think that's, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's um. So I think that you know you bring up a good point, and it probably gets to the we'll call it the one actual full question that I had that I have people talking about is where you were talking about presenting for the first timers. Um, and so I did not get a chance to go up and also, you know, because it also was not my first time, so I didn't go <laughs> and attend the first timers. But if you had one piece of advice for those who are attending, you know, either LCI Congress or just a conference in general, because the conferences, they can be crazy. There's days and days, and there's just a bunch of information thrown at you. If there's one piece of advice you can give to someone who's going to a conference like this, who is going to get a lot of information, a lot of workshops, things like that, to be able to go in and pull something out that's actionable that they can actually bring back and do something with to help them improve whatever they're doing. What would that one piece of advice be? I'm going to give two pieces of advice because they're kind of like okay. connected tightly together. It's a great question, George. People, if you're going to a conference and you're giving all of your time, like George is insinuating that you're going to bring something back. Some people don't do that. So don't be one of those people. Mm -hmm. be, the, be the someone that brings it back. If you go somewhere, you're looking for transformation to occur, transform. So write, write some notes down, give yourself, figure out what's one experiment you can do. And then as you're figuring out that one experience, so if I'm in a session, if I'm in a session and I see even a panel or a single presenter and they're sharing something and I see something and I get inspired, take that inspiration 
and phrase it into an experiment that you can go back to your company, your project team, and try that experiment. Now, as you're phrasing that experiment, the reason I want you to write it down is I want you to write it down, read it back to yourself as an action step, an action-oriented thing. We can do X, Y, Z. We can try this. We can contact this person for more information. Then look for any gaps where you're like, think on the negative for just a second. Be negative after you write it down. Think, how can this fail? Mm-hmm. And then when you're answering that, how can this fail question, you're still at the event. Ask the person that inspired you. Go up to them afterwards. This is the second part. Go up to them afterwards and tell them like, hey, I want to do this and this is what I'm concerned with. Because they inspired you and they've already got some experience, you can walk in their footsteps and get way further along than if you just go blindly experimenting in the dark. So take advantage of being next to those individuals and then learn from their experiences. Ask them questions. Exchange contact information. If they're up there presenting and sharing, they're likely, there's a 99% chance that they will exchange contact information with you. Oh, by the way, if it's an LCI event, their contact information is in the application. So open up the app on your phone and you can at least get their email address or connect to them on social. But if you're there physically in person, ask that question, get some of those things that where it could go terribly wrong in your mind, where you think it could go wrong. And now you're going to have so much a better, more exponentially potent experiment with your team, your department, your company, your organization, your family, wherever the inspiration is, you're setting yourself up, up for success. And that's what you should do. That's what I do when I go. Like mm-hmm. I went to one of the sessions, uh, the the amazing Jennifer Lacey at uh, Robinson right. Morton talked about culture and she set up like a culture roadmap. She actually handed out a roadmap to people in this little like uh, printed uh, handout. And uh, it was amazing. People still asked at the end of that session, where do you start? Even though her roadmap said like, start here. I was like, yeah. well, start by reading the handout in your hand. Yeah. Then, yeah. Right. Exactly. But that's a good point. Like we're, I mean, people are just like the, the point zero for them was a no starter because of yeah. their experience. So that's a great question to ask. And then having a little bit of dialogue with the presenter, and then you can figure out like, Oh, okay, this is the little thing I can do right now. And then that gets me on this path or a similar path. If that's what you want to do, if you want to have an yeah. amazing culture, right. And, and that, and that specific example is about a lean culture. Yeah. So Yeah. No, I think that's a great piece of advice because I think, you know, there's so even, I mean, the first time I went, this is third, Orlando was my first time. Okay. Um, and even that is on a corporate level when I went is they were like, okay, well, come back and report to us, right? Report what the conference was like and everything. And aside from taking the notes in each one of the sessions, I was kind of like, okay, well, what is something I wanted to bring a singular something back to say like, oh, okay, great. Here was everything. It was all great but also here's something that we can do moving forward. You know what I mean? And something that we could use, you know, across the board for us. So I think that's big. And I think, like you said there, I like your advice of going and actually talking to the people. I don't think there's enough people who go up and actually say, hi, I'm so-and-so, even just to meet the person who just presented. um, I mean, because, well, especially with LCI, it's not like we're, you know, all going up there and we're talking to, you know, celebrities necessarily you know what i mean we're all just normal people yeah we're just everyday construction people exactly so it's like come on up and talk it's um it was nice because the the session the workshop that hal and i uh you know ran is we had a good five or ten people come up afterwards and say hi and say hey i'd like to talk more about 
if I was to use this in my company. So it was awesome. It was good. And I think that that's a big piece is to, if you liked what you were hearing, especially the workshop days where it's a full four hours you're spending in there. So hopefully you like the content, what's going on. Um, just follow up and actually talk to people. Yeah. And then if you're at a session like LCI and you have the app, you have access to every single presentation slideshow. Right. And so like, like what you did, George, I've had to do that too. Like I go back and the company McCarthy's like, all right, teach what you learned. So I'll look at, you know, the sessions I went to. So if I went to, you know, three sessions or four sessions a day, I'll say, okay, I've got this group of 60 people at McCarthy. We're having this lean meeting and I'll just highlight like, one or two big ideas from each session i'll say like here is this session on this i'll show like the title slide and say this this is what the the title was and then i'll show one of the slides and give them right to the punchline. here's mm -hmm. what they covered here if you want more information here this will be available to you and then i'll yeah. like here's another session so i'll give like one or two big takeaways and then from there it actually sparked people to a read the slides on their own because so i just say like oh here's a here's a stack of slides you know, and I just make it available to people. Nobody's yeah. ever going to like actually look inside of there. Right. You got to give them like a teaser. Like, why would I look in there? What's interesting yeah. to even look at? Yeah. So that works you too. You could do that. Yeah. No, I, I think I was actually going through stuff the other day from Orlando. I still have all the slides of all the presentations I went to. I was like, oh, I still have these somewhere. Uh, they're kicking around. Um, but Felipe, uh, I don't want to keep you any longer. I know you're a busy guy. It's first in the morning for you. It's Tuesday, but I really appreciate you coming and sitting down and having a chat with me. And I'll get you back on. We'll have a little bit longer conversation in the future here. But I appreciate yeah, you not. jumping on and giving us your feedback on LCI Congress this year. And uh, for those, as we talked about before, who don't know Felipe, connect with him on LinkedIn. Go look up the EBFC show. Um, it's some great content. And... Aside from that, you know, we'll we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much, George. Let's applause ourselves out. Good job, George. Thank you. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. So I'm here now with Adam Hoots from Construction X Solutions. Adam, how are we doing? I'm great, George. How are you? Fabulous. I love it. Own intro music coming in. Um, I think Felipe is the only other one to do that, by the way, have his own intro nice. music. So. I'm in great company <laughs> then. Holy cow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, Adam, if you could, for those who are listening who might not know you already, uh, do you mind giving a quick intro on who you are, what you do? Absolutely. Appreciate it, George. Thanks for having me here. I'm super excited to talk about LCI. Um, so, as you said, my name's Adam Hoots. I am with Construction Ake Solutions. Uh, we are providing coaching services, not consulting, right? We consult when we have to, but we prefer to coach. Big difference there. Um, <clears throat> essentially, we're, we're providing training uh, for the industry. We're helping on, on crash landing projects. Uh, we're getting in there and really helping people matter on job sites. So we're, we're engaging with people. We're trying to um, you know, get the, get them into the planning mode, get them outside their comfort zone, help them learn, help them grow as individuals, uh, in all roles, whether it's a trades or craftsperson, it's a foreman, it's superintendent, PMs, PEs, project executives, owners of companies. Uh, this lean thing, as some people like to call it, it drives me nuts, but, um, it really works on all levels and in many different industries even. So just spreading that lean love, uh, here in the construction industry and doing my part to, make construction a better place to work. Love it. Love it. Absolutely. Yeah. For those who don't know, so uh, Adam and I go back a number of years now. We've known each other, talked quite a bit, 
been, been able to see each other in person a number of times now, both at LCI and other events. Absolutely. Right? Thinking is where I met you. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and speaking of in-person stuff, so obviously we had LCI last week. We had some time to kind of digest and reflect. So overall with LCI this year, being the first one back in person after COVID last year, what, uh, what are your overall impressions of how the week went? You just nailed it. <clears throat> I mean, it, we were in person. Um, you know, I, there's, there's something to be said for being in person and being, you know, it, it helps with people's awareness and emotional intelligence to be able to like read a situation or read a conversation. And so folks who haven't known each other for multiple years, like, like you and I, and mm -hmm. uh, who haven't been in person before, it makes it a little tough to kind of read the room and engage. And so um, being there, being inspired by all the amazing people and the wonderful thought and energy and um, it's just a really special environment. And so I loved it. I think the, it was put on beautifully. Um, I don't know that I would have really changed anything. I, we had great speakers, great learning sessions. Um, I guess I, I would have introduced uh, my man Mitch to more people if I had uh, to do anything. I'm sure you saw that yeah, video. I did, um, yeah. Mitch was working on the, it's funny, you know, Mitch was working on the convention center that we were all in there learning about flow and bottlenecks and variation and waste man. And, and, um, and he's out there experiencing it because we're learning about it. So a little coincidence yeah. there, but, um, shout out to Kevin. Uh, I would don't, I would LeBrucker maybe, uh, sorry about that, but, um, for coming out there and meeting them and like caring personally. And that was a really awesome moment for me. Um, but yeah, to, to be in person was real special and much needed. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It was, it was definitely, I think even just with the group and the community we have within the Lean Construction Circle, you know what I mean? It's everyone, it's always good when we can get together. You know, the emotional intelligence I feel runs pretty high within everybody for the most part. So it's nice when you all get together and, and we can actually talk and feel each other out, you know? Yeah, that's part of that uh, lean thing, right? Like you're creating this environment and you're doing it in real time and in the moment and and with people, you're meeting them where they are. And when you get a bunch of people in the same room that believe that, and and I'll tell you, there's a special unification happening out there right now of um, the, the change makers, right? And, and people who are just in it for the betterment of a people doing the work, you know, our divorce rates and, and suicides and um, heart rate, heart attacks, like our industry, uh, we, we've got a lot of work to do from that perspective. Yeah, no, absolutely. I know it absolutely. It's uh, it's the sad truth, uh, you know, unfortunately that it is right now. But like you said, there there's groups and there there's some of us out there who are trying to do it, help people out. It's the people at the end of the day who got to do the work. So, yeah, um, LCI definitely delivered. I mean, I wanted to get learning and I got learning all over yeah. the place. Yeah, absolutely. No, I know. Um, with all the learning is so coming into this week, you know, obviously there's a lot because you know, both of us have been there before, so we kind of know what to expect, but with this year coming up, what, um, what were you hoping to get out of the week? How'd you kind of prepare for it? Was there anything in particular you were trying to hope to get out of it? Yeah. Um, we, you know, learnings and meeting people, right. Trying to spread the word, um, let them know that, Hey, people, people's the way, like none of this stuff works without people. And, um, that's one thing Jen Lacey and Jesse Hernandez have beat into my head is people plus people plus people plus people equals culture. And so 
understanding people we kind of just talked about meeting them where they are having that emotional intelligence in the moment being aware right like that's that's the biggest thing that stood out to me in the conference was you know people tell you with their words specifically what their intentions are they yeah. also do with your their actions like it, you know <laughs> when people show up uh you know it and when when people um, do what they say and say what they do. That that means the world. And to be able to, in real time, you know, have that ability to create what's needed to solve problems in the moment. Um, again, to me, that's that's what LCI brings. That's what lean is. That's what it's about. Is um, you know, nobody's sitting here and nobody's smarter than anybody in this in this circle and this change maker unification that's happening. It's everybody is in it. To, again, just for the same goal, which is um, to make people feel like they matter. And you do that through awareness. And it starts with like being aware of yourself and those, oh, unconscious bias. That's something that I pulled out of the Coaches Coaching Coaches course with Andy, Kelsey, and Kyle. Um, being aware starts internal, right? In order to get out of a Chinese finger trap, you can't pull external. You can't look external. You got to push in first and then it comes out easy. And so when you think about that, like being self-aware enough to know that you have unconscious bias, that kind of goes with how we got introduced, right? Um, yeah. Leadership and self-deception uh, and, and getting outside of your own box to be able to experience somebody else. That means you've got to ask them questions. You've got to uh, really dive in and understand their perspective and, and not just understand it, but live it. Like really, really have true empathy for another person. And that takes a special type of person to um, be able to initiate that because that's really uncomfortable. Uh, it's, yeah. it, it, to get outside your comfort zone is, is tough. So, um, you know, I, again, LCI delivered. Uh, the learning was real. I've, I got you know, a ton of awareness. Um, I think another thing that my mind started turning as I'm flying back from Phoenix uh, and just thinking about levels of maturity and trying to understand, you know, we, we talk about optimizing the whole, but we've got some people that are kind of, you know, out here and, and running, like leading the herd or leading the pack. And that's probably a bad term for lean folks. But, um, you know, we, we've got some folks uncovering new things in the world. And, and there's a lot of change happening right now. And so, you know, for the sake of the whole, you know, slowing down and limiting constructions whip our work in progress or work in process, like to make sure that we're all on the same page and we're moving forward as a group, I think is something that, again, my brain started turning about um, levels of maturity and lean and, you know, connecting the whole system with the right feedback loops to make things virtuous, not vicious. And, and I still yeah. feel like we're kind of in this vicious cycle uh, or vicious system as, as we know it as. And um, with the right feedback loops, I think we can get into this virtuous cycle that is self-organizing and lives on forever. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, you know, you, you might be right. Is, is there some who, you know, we're running out front and trying to go, but, you know, how many are we bringing along with us? You know what I mean? Because like you said, the maturity levels are different and everyone, not everyone latches on at the same speed or not everyone understands at the same speed or, you know, there's just going to be the people who don't, you know, completely understand it or buy into it or anything else. And I think, um, yeah, taking a step back a little bit, understanding where people are at. I mean, I think it says a lot that over the years, 
the Congress is growing and growing. You mean with with as the exception, obviously, with it being digital, um, and then this one coming back. But I think just looking at it and how big Congress has gotten year after year, I think, is a testament to how many people are seeing it, understanding that there's value there, and going, "Hey, I want to listen to what these people are saying, even if they're skeptics too." Because I think I've ran into plenty of people during the week. You mean who are skeptics? Like, ah, you know, I don't know. There's one. There's one superintendent that I was talking to, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, nameless, companyless, nameless." Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, who was like, "Yeah, no, I like it," but he's like, "But I still want to do it my way." He's like, "I still want the people to listen to the, what I want to do." He's like, "So," he's like, "I'm easing into it." He's like, "I'm open to it." He's like, "So I'm I'm gonna try some of it," but he's like, "I still want to," and it, it's almost like a, you know, okay. All right, baby steps, like dip your toe in the water, you know, and it's it's just funny because I think just our industry is like that in general. Um, but you see the whole gamut of them who come to LCI and it, it's almost like, well, at least you came to LCI. You came to listen to some people, came to see some success stories and even some not so successful stories, too, about what went wrong for people. So um, it's, it's yeah. fun, I guess. Which you just, yeah. And I love it. Like God bless that person who is, who is venturing outside of their comfort zone, right? Like we've got to pause and reflect as an industry and, and get outside our comfort zone. It's not easy. Um, and then we've got to pull that content and, and make sure that we're learning. Right. And we do so in small J's, you know, that's a big uh, concept that I love is like when, you know, you've got this normal line of productivity that gets better over time and it increases. But when you insert a change event, you initially drop your productivity. And if it's too much of a drop, big J, then teams give up before they realize, hey, this is a better way to do things. So inserting those small Js, um, and, and that's for, for that reason alone, the Lean Builder, the book by Keon and, and Joe uh, Donnarumma, that's a beautiful way to start implementing the last planner and little baby steps, I think is what you called them. And, and I, I am probably the wrong term. I don't want to get canceled or offend anybody here, but making sure that it's not overwhelming and then that people actually realize the improvements. Um, and then maybe they take that next step and that next step. And before you know it, they're a lean champion teaching what they're doing uh, or the concepts that are working for them on their jobs at the next Congress. Like that's that's how it happens. And that's how we advance as an industry as a whole. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's it's one of those things where, you know, as an industry, we're pretty, um, trying to think of the word here, like tactile. We like to either see or feel or experience it before we believe it. And I think this is kind of, you know, LCI tends to be step one. And at least you can talk to the people who have already experienced it and done it and be like, yeah, no, listen, I've done it. And hopefully it convinces people enough to say, okay, well, let me at least try it. Because I'm talking to someone who has firsthand knowledge, they did it. You know, and it could be different for, you know, if you're talking to someone like us and we're talking, telling a story about someone else that we talked to, you know, this, this second, third removed, it's a little bit different. But if you can go and listen to the men and women who are actually there and have done the work and have experienced the improvements that they're getting, it's like, okay, there's a little more credence behind this. I'm going to go ahead yeah. and try it. Especially when that person, you know, looks like you and, and uh, talks like you, it kind of gives you this vision like, oh, it is real. And it can happen. And again, all I got to do, honestly, it's engagement. It, it, that's, it's people. It's, it's helping people. Like what motivates people? Asking people questions, helping and encouraging people, um, showing up for people, being like, it's, it's all people. It really yeah. is. Yeah, I know it. 
we can get as many technologies and robots and everything else, but at the end of the day, the people are still the ones doing the work, so we got to pay attention to them. Um, yeah, so I think we we covered a bunch of stuff. I think that you you found that stood out and a lot of topics and things, which I guess brings me around to my last um, an actual only question that I that I've been asking everyone for these recaps is that. So for anyone who maybe next year they're looking to go to LCI and attend for the first time, or even anyone who's looking at a conference in general and hasn't been to a, a you know a an industry type of a congress and conference where there's multiple days of learning and, and workshops, what are you know what's a tip or two that you could give to someone who's new to it who's got to approach it and just sees all this learning and like a fire hose of information. What's a couple of things, pieces of advice you could give someone uh, to be able to go into, you know, a conference for the first time and take something actionable out of it? Well, one, I would tell them they don't need to bring Sharpies or Post-it notes because by per capita, if you're going to LCI, I bet there's more Sharpies and Post-it notes per capita than anywhere else in the world. <laughs> Other than the 3M factory. Yeah. Yeah, we might be pushing it. I don't know. It depends on the <laughs> level of supply. Uh, you know, yeah. supply chains are all messed up right now. Uh, they probably can't get that sticky stuff for the back. Um, yeah. But in yeah. all seriousness, uh, I think the the best thing that I would say is, um, you know, if you've never been before, uh, reach out and engage and find somebody that has, uh, whether that's you know George or myself or you know Jason or Terry or Hal or any or or engage with LCI like just call LCI find your local community of practice and say hey I'm coming I'm new I see all these sessions I see these options for learning days and gimbal walks and I like playing golf so maybe I'll show up for that one I know that one that one's comfortable right yeah. um, but you are getting outside your comfort zone and, and so. Get you know, reach out and ask somebody uh, what is the best set. What do you think the best sessions are? And ask maybe a few somebody's. And when you start getting that trending result of people keep telling you like go to the intro to last planner and then you know then maybe try a liberating structure or and you have somebody that can kind of guide that experience and maybe even show you around at the conference, right? Like, um, there search hashtag LCI Congress 21 and go find all the people that tag that find your favorite one on social media and reach out to that person and say hello like that's again if they're going to the Congress they are people people right so they, yeah. they have they put people first and um, a, a simple note on LinkedIn like hey I'm going to my first Congress that will get that person so excited that you'll probably be annoyed by the end of the conference but um go like again reach out to somebody and you know pull the and on cord and and say hey let's stop for a second i don't really know like there's all this stuff um, because it is a lot it is people talk fire hose and, and i agree um but again you know like dip your dip your finger in the water and is the water hot or cold first and then you know and maybe take the wrench and turn it back a little bit. And these are yeah. people who are experienced in, in lean, as we call it. And they're able to um, help navigate that that journey a little bit so that it, it impacts you more. Um, so that, that would be my best advice is reach out to people, uh, connect with people, because this whole thing, everything that we're talking about uh, is no good without that key component. Yeah. No, I agree wholeheartedly. I think it's a great piece of advice to actually start talking to people. I think that can be used across the board too, not even just if you're coming to LCI is 
any any industry event, it's it's as much about talking and networking with people as it is actually going and, and viewing the presentations. Um, because you know, you're gonna have hundreds, if not thousands, of people there with you. So see what other yeah. people are experiencing too. Yeah, the other thing I would add is, <clears throat> you know, challenge if if you don't feel like that organization is meeting you where you are, then talk to that organization um and, and tell them because there's probably there is there there are other people who are in your same boat and these organizations exist to serve the people in the current condition and you make up the current condition and so express yeah. that because we're a community and so this is you know it's not just on you to go find people i mean again from a victor versus victim standpoint like don't sit back and be like ah oh, the conference i couldn't find anybody be a victor and go get it but i also you know, not just challenging the people, but challenging the organizations. Like those are the people who are the masters and the experts and the, you know, the, the ones who are connecting the community. So I challenge those folks to go and reach and meet people where they are too. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point too. I, and I like how you put it is that, you know, there's other people in your boat and you are the current condition. You know what I mean? And not to feel like, hey, I'm the only new person here. Like you're not. You're not the only person who's this is their first time at Congress and or any conference at all. And it's like there's other people who are just as confused as you are. You know, whether you find them or you find someone else who's experienced, like, you know, just talk to someone, figure it out. And like what's nice with LCI and you know, the lean community in general is we're we're big on the plus deltas and figuring out what's bringing value and what's not. Get better, um, man. You know, you're, I mean we're you're not gonna find that at every conference you go to, but you know, you'll find somebody who's there to listen to feedback. And so give feedback if you don't think it, it brought you much value. Yeah. So one straight up practical challenge for LCI, because I know they're listening to this. What if we did something like, a, and I actually probably drop it to Joe Donnarumma because that guy is king of feedback. Um, but what if we did like a certain color t-shirt for, for folks? This is their first Congress. They all get like a, a red LCI cool shirt. And that makes all the people who've been before jealous, right? Yeah. So that they can wear it on the first day or, or second day. And, you know, that puts the onus on our community to go and meet them where they are. I mean, that's we do that sometimes on job sites with red safety vests or different colored safety vests to help distinguish people who've been there less than 30 days. And so, um, you know, we can help, again, meet them where they are and, and get their perspective involved in our culture. Yeah. I think this this year we did... For the it might have been the first time, but a a first timer session at the very first day, is they had a first timer session. I mean, I didn't go because obviously it wasn't my first time, but um, I, I think they had a first timer session where they had people come in and you know give them the, the lay of the land, so to speak. So I think we're getting there at least. Yeah, you did one better than me. At least you knew about the session. I wasn't even aware. So shame on both of us for not attending. I will challenge uh, yeah. myself again. Starts internal to to pay attention to that more next year yeah definitely well adam i don't want to keep you too too long i know it's a friday here we got a nice weekend coming up but i appreciate you coming on and talking and thanks much and we'll uh we'll talk to you more soon i enjoyed it thanks for having me george yeah i'm here with another guest uh brian winningham from field driven lean so brian how's it going um why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself quickly to those who are listening who might not know you uh, Brian Winningham. I'm a uh, lean construction coach uh, and uh, uh, an aspiring poet and writer. <laughs> uh, I own my own business uh, as a coach. I started in 2018 
Uh, I was a project manager for about 20 years before that, uh, working for some big companies, some smaller companies. I worked for uh, Turner, uh, Skanska, and PCL Construction uh, as a project manager and, and ran lots of projects. Uh, did somewhere close to a probably a billion dollars in my career. I, I don't know, whatever. Uh, it, you know that I, I, I've learned as I've gotten older and and, and started looking at things. You know the, the dollar values are pretty subjective and really don't mean a whole lot. Sure. Yeah. No, um, that's great. You know, Brian, you and I have known each other for a few years now and have talked back and forth and stayed close. Um, and I know at LCI this year, we didn't get a whole lot of time to talk. So this is nice. <laughs> it, it got a little crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My, my, uh, I, I was champion on a few uh, presentations also. Uh, so my, my Wednesday and then, you know, dinner with clients every night pretty yeah. much. And, uh, uh, I did have a pretty pretty nice Thursday though. I, I you know I got to talk to uh, General McChrystal and 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 he now owes me a beer. So yeah, I heard about that. I heard about that. You guys were talking about the pins, so um, or the coins rather, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. So I didn't get a chance to go up and actually watch it, which I'm a little upset about, but it's still fine. Um, but yeah, so I know this isn't your first Congress you've been to, but kind of overall being the first one back in person after last year. What were your overall impressions of Congress this year? Uh, cognitive overload. It was just uh, so, you know, I mean, there were a thousand people there and yeah. it was uh, just sort of strange. You know, I, I, I've flown some, I, I've been traveling a little bit and working some out of, out of away from home uh, recently. And, and I don't know, it's different, you know, being around that many people in an airport because I can put these headphones on, I can I can put my mask on, I can kind of just disappear into my little bubble and not have to worry about anybody and just sort sure. of go where I need to go and, you know, do whatever I'm doing, you know, work or, or read or whatever it is that I'm doing in the airport. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that's sort of a little bit different, but, uh, you know, when you have to interact with that many people and and be yeah. be responsible for in, interacting with that many people and and uh, you know, even though I, I do that virtually a lot, you know, in 50, 100, you know, a couple of hundred people virtually, it's not a big deal. But being in the same space that many people, it was kind of different. You know, it felt different for me anyway. Yeah, no, it definitely was. I think it was, I might have done one in-person event here locally for our local COP. Um, and even that was, you know, 15, 20 people. But then it's like you said, you get there and it's a Congress, you know, full of a thousand people and there's all over the place. And it's, you haven't seen each other in a couple of years. And it's like, I, I don't have time to say hi to everybody. Plus, there's there's the actual purpose that you were there to do in, to begin with. So it's like it's not just we're meeting and hanging out. It's, you know, we, we, we're there for a purpose. Um, yeah, I, so, I was blessed, you know, to get to to teach a half day class and and also present on both Wednesday and Thursday and and uh the 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 the, the groups that I championed I, I, you know their presentations were also just so fantastic and the groups that I presented with were just so fantastic that I just I can't say enough about all those folks and and, and the work that they did you know I, I got to ride on their coattails yeah no it is there's there's so much work that goes into this week with the you know, even from the organization of it and, you know, everything that the committees do to get things set up and then also all the work that everyone does to put together to put the abstracts in and then what they're presenting on or what they're doing the workshops with. And it's like, it really is impressive when you look at the amount of things that are going on at the same time. Um, you know, there is a lot of work that people do to put into it. Tell, next time you run into our friend Colin, you tell him that I've missed him, missed him terribly this year. That, that That's the one, uh, 
you know, the folks that weren't able to make it, him and Terry and some of the other folks that weren't able to make it. At one point I heard Hal wasn't going to be there, but I'm, I'm glad I got to see Hal as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, as he, he was there. Um, you know, obviously as, as I taught my class with him on Tuesday, so it, it was good. He was there, but I agree is there was still, you know, the group, the group of folks that didn't actually get to make it down for one reason or another. Um, but it is at least, we got to see some people, which I think was the big thing and the big takeaway is we finally got to see each other again. Um, but, you know, you, you mentioned having your, you know, the half day class on Tuesday and then the couple of things, you know, Wednesday and then Thursday. When you're going into a week like LCI, you know, maybe this year compared to last, you know, the last couple, depending on whether or not you're teaching, what is your mindset when you come into a week like LCI where you're going to have the teaching aspect of it? But also, you know, you're attending sessions too. Like, what what what's your intention when you come into the week? So, I think, like I said earlier, I, I approached all these items sort of separately and kept them catalogued sort of separately in my head. Sure. Uh, I think that's how I I can kind of keep them from sort of overwhelming me at times. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I think if you sort of start looking at all of it at one time, just like our, the work we do a lot of times, and that's you know why Lean is so so great. It's about breaking things into small enough pieces that you can sort of attack them in a really meaningful and deep way, right? And yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I think I did underestimate my capacity in some instances on, you know, what I should have been doing, but I, I, uh, I you know, was able to rely on on that stick-to-itiveness, <laughs> that stubbornness inside me to go ahead and make it through those days where it was a little bit tough. But, you know, I, I think next year I'll probably approach it even a little bit differently. So. I don't know that I had a unified theme this year other than just to go and, and get through the stuff that I had to get through uh, at times, you know, and then yeah. uh, try to spend the time afterwards uh, sort of reflecting and, and figuring out what it was I learned and, and what, uh, you know, what could go better, what, what you know, what uh, went really well so that we can keep doing that too. Yeah, definitely. Did you get a chance to attend many sessions other than the I, ones I, that you were either I championing or anything? Like all day Wednesday, I was basically working all day. You know, yeah. and if I wasn't working, I was with the teams that I was going to present with going through stuff and making sure that we were ready. Uh, Thursday, right. I got to go to a few. Uh, the ones that I sat through, the ones that I championed were really great. And, you know, and getting to see people and, you know, I was on my way to one at one point and someone stopped me and wanted to talk and I hadn't seen them yet. So, you know, I mean, there's yeah. always that. There. No, uh, exactly. That's what I mean. It's like you pass people in the hall. You're like, oh, hi. And then it's like, oh, hi. And it's like, I don't have time to actually stop and talk to you right now because I have to go to this over here. And it does. It gets hectic. Yeah, and then uh, one of the best presentations I heard about was the tiny houses one. And yeah. I didn't get to go to that. I was presenting at the same time as that one was on. So, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm sorry I missed that one. It sounded like that was really interesting. You know, the sustainable yeah. design and all that stuff. I mean, you know, with all the systems thinking that you and I learned uh, together, you know, that sustainable design and stuff, you know, design design thinking, it ties so closely to systems thinking. And and we really just don't use it enough in construction, you know, uh, it, it, as well as we should, you know, a lot of times, thinking about how yeah. things are going to affect other things and all of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. As I think um, I, I heard about that one. There's also a few others that I heard about, too. And I didn't actually get to go and sit down in any of the sessions, um, you know, being that uh, I... Yeah, you were yeah, working the whole time. I was, I was, I was. The shoe was on the other foot this time around, where normally I'm the one walking through the exhibit hall and talking to the exhibitors and, and seeing the different, you know, uh, programs that are out there this time. I was the one in the booth, you know, uh, talking with customers and everything. But 
from that perspective too, I mean, it, it was a great time just to talk with everybody and see people coming by and, you know, show them, show them what we were doing. Um, but I did kind of have a wish that we, uh, I had, I had a few more minutes to actually go to a session or two. That's what I ended up missing. But, um, so yeah, we kind of talked about, you know, uh, you know, kind of what stood out to you, what, how the week itself went. Um, I think, you know, one thing that I'm asking everyone on this kind of reflection piece is that, you know, for people who would be going to LCI for the first time or even going to a conference for the first time in general, um, even just some of the stuff we're talking about here, we're talking about how it can get a little crazy and there's so many people coming and there's so many different topics and things. What's one or two pieces of advice you would give someone who is looking to come into, you know, a conference of any sort, whether it's LCI, you know, Congress or not, but a conference and looking to go there and learn something and be able to bring something back. What's what's a piece of advice you would give to someone? Well, I mean, if someone can get to something like that and get, a, you know, spend the whole week there and get out of it without learning anything, then man, I, I don't know how that's even possible. You know, really, just yeah. the number of people there, the number of new ideas that, you know, just the, the the, that's the kind of the neat part of of thousand people like-minded people being together is the the number of ideas that sort of percolate in that space you know and right it's just sort of electric feeling you know just kind of being around it uh you know especially you know having been away from it for so long you know i think uh, yep. we probably took some of that for granted right and and sort of didn't didn't understand what we were missing that maybe we have a better uh appreciation for now uh, you know than, than we did before the pandemic but uh yeah. Uh, for me, uh, you know, the first time I, I would say just get out of your comfort zone every chance mm -hmm. you can. Um, it, it's, you know, go to things that that almost feel like silly to you. You know, like if you disagree sure. with them very, very strongly. There's probably a reason you should go listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's it, it's really important to to sort of figure out how you can get, achieve balance when you feel really strongly about something. That's probably, you know, when you ought to really think that maybe that's something I ought to go listen to. Yeah. Uh, you know, if something strikes you, you know, that way, and and you know, like. Uh, uh, if if you get a correction and it really bothers you from someone or, you know, you, you make a mistake and get a correction, it really bothers you. you know, probably that's something you need to pay attention to. If it doesn't bother you too much, it's probably okay. And it's just a one-time thing. But if it bothers you and you get defensive about it, it probably means that, yeah, it's probably something you ought to work on. Yeah. You yeah. Know? No, that's a great piece of advice. I actually, um, <laughs> yeah, go, go outside your comfort zone and go to the, go to the things that you wouldn't expect that you're going to yeah. like. Yeah, like the tiny houses thing. I mean, I, you know, I think that, and 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 even like the liberating structure training that we did, I think that's outside of a lot of people in construction's comfort zone too. Oh uh, yeah. You know, because it's it's kind of it's kind of whimsical, and uh, I, I mean, I, I'd show you the picture. Uh, there, you know, we we had on some funny hats, and and we had a mad tea party with a uh, Alice in Wonderland theme to it. And, I think I saw that photo on LinkedIn at some point. Yeah. Yeah, Adam Hoots uh, took a picture of Julie Dolan and I, and yeah. uh, we had our, our hats on. I had my Tweedle. There you go. I like it. The little helicopter hat. I love it. <laughs> I think yeah. Julie was, wearing, Julie was wearing this one. So. Oh, there we go. The Mad Hatter. 
Mad Hatter, yeah. Yeah. She had her, uh, her, uh, was it Run, who had, who had the big clock? Was it Run DMC? Um, Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav, that's it, yes. Yeah. She had her Flavor Flav clock too, so it was nice. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. But no, you're right, is that, I would say probably for the construction industry as a whole, the a lot of the stuff with liberating structures is probably not at the forefront of people's minds. But you know what? It works so well. You yeah. know, George, I have never failed to get a good response. And, you know, sometimes it's really uncomfortable when you start it. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, you, you throw it out there and, and, you know, you give everybody that, that, I mean, that's another thing that I've sort of started understanding that we probably need to do more is when we ask a question, make sure that we build in a pause, a reflection time before we ask people to talk about it or respond either yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then one, two, four all does that on purpose. And that's why I really love that. And, and I've, I've been thinking about incorporating that even into group discussions and, and more. Yeah. It's just, you know, incorporating that pause in there, you know, as I try to learn to do that for myself to make that a habit for me as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, so. absolutely. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's, um, I'm a big fan of liberating structures and I'm, I'm glad that you guys were able to get a workshop like that in because I think the more people that get exposed to it, I mean, obviously it's going to grow and, and, you know, the best way to do it is put them in a workshop, make them a little uncomfortable and then let them experience it because once they've gone through it, they're like, okay, wow, this actually does work really well versus us coming up and be like, hey, liberating structures are, are great. Go read about it. Uh, the experiential piece, you know, is always the, the way to do it because they can see it firsthand that it actually works. Yeah. And, you know, the hard part on the, like the immersion session is coming up with the good questions that, that are yeah. relevant, right? Because yeah. fake questions don't work with liberating structures any, yeah. any better than they work with anything else. So you really need sort of a unifying theme or, you know, a, a, an overlying message that you're trying to impart, but something that's real and, and has meaning. Absolutely. All right. Well, Brian, I know we're coming right up on time here, so I don't want to keep you any longer than than what we need to. I'm sure you got plenty of stuff to do, but I uh, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your thoughts about LCI, and I'm sure we'll hear much more from you coming up at some point. Oh, it's great to be here, George, and uh, it's always good to catch up with you. So uh, absolutely, it's no great. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, George.